Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. This is BBQ Big Brother Quarantine. With me as always, it's Jade. Hey guys, what's up? All right, here we are. What week is this? Oh gosh, I can't even, I don't even know now. Do you remember? Well, we're down regardless uh, going into this episode we're recording. There's six people left in the house after the triple eviction, which is the last episode we recorded. So we're here to talk about this week in full. Everything from what we saw in the live feeds to the veto competition to tonight's eviction, which we just witnessed. Yeah, and I'm super excited. A lot has happened considering how many few people are left. And yeah, let's go right into it. All right. When we last left you, uh, we were talking all about the events of the triple eviction where Kevin, David, and then Danny left the house. That's where we left the episode. Uh, she like talked to the house guests again, but didn't even kick off the next head of household. I assume they gave them a little bit of downtime, time to grab a meal, at least, you know, a moment to grab their breath before they got back into the head of household competition, which was a take on one they did last year in the pool where on a jet ski they had to hold down all these buttons and take their clothes off. This time they were in like a structure type thing in like a yoga studio and Tyler, who won the final head of household of the triple eviction, he hosted uh, perfect for him. It was a very fitting vibe for him. Yeah, it definitely... I think even some of the um, other players were like, oh, like this is like Tyler's home or something like that. Like He just fits right in Yeah, with his look and everything. They did uh, cool effects for each round. Um, I actually wasn't sure how they were going to do this because the way they did it on the previous season with the jet ski is they just had everybody do it one at a time and then they came in and compared their times. This time they had everybody together and it was more of a elimination yeah. type situation uh, based on your time. So the slowest time was eliminated and then they changed the buttons that you had to press while removing your clothes. Yeah, so in a way it kind of was like a very competitive yoga class in a way because each round was a different, you know, like creative yoga pose where you kind of had to push the buttons at the same time take off your clothes and then quickly push the button um it was very entertaining to watch i i every time i watch a new competition like this i'm always like ooh, like how well or how sucky would i do at this um did did you have like someone that you knew would like i don't know like be really good at this that we saw before we like we obviously know who wins but like did, were you thinking like oh yeah this person's got it in the bag uh based on who we know who the winner is i would have assumed that just because of the type of movements i know memphis has done really well this this year but i know he's breaking down as his body's injured in so many places right now uh i was worried about him 
Uh, one thing I heard about this competition on the live feeds before we even saw it is that, uh, like always, uh, Nicole had an issue with the competition that she uh, shared with the house that got out on the feeds. And Cliff mentioned on uh, Cliff Notes that she felt it was unfair because there was one where Mem- Memphis held two of the buttons with one of his foot. And obviously she couldn't do the same. So it was like an unfair advantage for for him when compared to her she couldn't use one foot on both buttons it's funny that she's apparently been complaining a lot this season because of how much she's played in the past like she literally won like the last time she played you know and it's like how are you gonna compare these competitions when people are always gonna have things that are unfair to them people are always gonna be built differently people are gonna have their strengths that they're good at in comps people are gonna suck at other types of comps yeah sadly i mean that's been her thing and i know it's not been your favorite thing of me to say because i get these like big brother sayings and i roll with it but when uh, zingbot said she likes to whine and cry like it feels like ever since even that he he said that and then she took note of it and we talked about it how she was like trying to like catch herself well she's like got away from that and that's fine i don't think she needs to do that she definitely doesn't need to change her voice that's fine but ever since then she seemed to like whine and cry even more she talked about how the uh pulling yourself up the rope how unfair that was and it was harder than two seasons of big brother and one season of amazing race anything she did on those so (laughs) she keeps it rolling just to keep it on the nicole conversation before we get back into this head of household competition uh one thing she's talked about that we've caught on the live feeds was how guilty she was feeling about not winning anything this year and how she feels like cody's played such a great game and 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 he's really she hasn't used these words but basically built his resume while she has she's done nothing to help him and it's kind of true yeah, I know, for sure. And I feel like, in a way, if Cody does wind up being the final two, um, he could definitely use that to his advantage. The fact that, you know, along with carrying himself, he also did carry Nicole and, you know, help other players out a lot to get them further. Yeah. And uh, one thing which I definitely want to get into when we get to it, they have their first chicken with the jury house. I want to fully talk about that. But one thing that pertains to this conversation is one of the, I think it was Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, said that uh, Cody had, uh, or maybe it was Davon that said it, that Cody had both Danny and Nicole on his shoulders and was like, had to let one of one of y'all go. Yeah. He, she was just surprised that it was Danny, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know, one hundred percent. Danny said that herself, and I think people were kind of surprised when, well, some people were surprised anyway when it was when he chose Nicole over Danny. But I think for Cody, game wise, he knew that Nicole hadn't won anything. He could like use the oh, I, you know, we've had a final two and stuff like that as leverage. Um, and just just the idea that you know she hasn't done as much and daddy said that you know like she's done 
more and can be considered a bigger threat, even though Nicole has one, that Cody in his mind probably knows that, you know, if he takes Nicole, like, it'll be kind of easy. Yeah, and Danny is a bigger threat because for weeks, for weeks, going back to the first few weeks of the game, she's been called out about maybe playing too hard and planting too many seeds. And that has had people on her radar. And actually, maybe that is what makes Nicole the choice because she's actually, she was looking in a conversation with Cody for something she's done for him. Well, that's something she's done for him. She has been loyal to and not been like, like planting seeds with like telling Enzo, oh yeah, you know, I think Cody's doing this to you and to Danny. I think uh, Cody's been doing this to you. She's actually been loyal and that matters. For sure. And I think that's definitely, you know, her and Cody had a long talk at one point. Well, I'm sure they've had multiple talks, but yeah, I'm sure that was running across his mind too. Like the fact that she has been loyal to that whole idea. Right. Exactly. So, back to the head of household competition. It is round by round, and each time, the fastest time, because each time you let go of one button, then it's 10 times faster. Another button, it's like 30 times faster, 60 times faster. If you let go of all the buttons, then it's like runs like 300 times faster or something like yeah, that. and then it just like, it raises. So, like, say like you take all of your body off the buttons you have like minutes and minutes in like multiple seconds yeah it just explodes your time explodes and it's such a bad technique because we saw a couple people i think at one point memphis like thought it was going to take him a second and said that his shirt got like caught up on him and we saw it one time have one with enzo where that the the clock like exploded from like uh, a minute or two all the way up to like 12 yeah. 13 minutes yeah like 15 or something like that like it was crazy yeah because and, it is like 300 times faster and like you know like considering these are all-stars like you know they've watched the show before and that was just last season you think like you'd know like don't take your whole entire body off otherwise I'm totally yeah even gonna, for a second I even have, for like, a second no chance like yeah. and if you even if you're gonna throw it like that wouldn't be the way to throw it. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's worth just saying instead of uh, talking about from round to round who was knocked out. Uh, Cody does win this one. We knew it before seeing it. And actually, based on all the live feed stuff and all the cliff notes stuff I saw, I was actually under the impression this was the competition was the veto because I heard that Tyler had timed out. And that led me to believe that, oh, it's the buttons thing, letting go of the buttons, timed him out. That would have made sense to me, but uh, he didn't even compete in this one, obviously, and it looked like it actually would have been good for him. I honestly think that maybe his best play in this alternate scenario of playing things out would have been to not win that last head of household of the night because everything was so fast and furious. I don't know if they would have been bold enough to send him out. I think he could have survived triple eviction. And then this one, he actually could have won once people started to like talk and think about 
what happened with that middle eviction vote, you know, right. the three to two David yeah. eviction vote. And even if he wouldn't do that, like people, sure, people could ask you, but if you're HOH, so you can just, you have the power at that point. Like it obviously would have shifted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's so many, like, that's definitely like a shatter point for him. But, uh, you know, once we get to talking about him later on, then, you know, there's so many times he really did kind of mess up this year. So uh, may, maybe more than anybody in the house. Like you could say there's things that David did, but even uh, taking the money, a few people, uh, a few people understood it. A lot of people didn't. Everybody's thinking from that like point in the game, like, you know, so much could change just by doing one thing. Like, it's weird to think that, like, Danny could even think that him not taking the money, um, he wins that veto, Christmas goes up, she goes out, you know, it's all different for, for Kevin and David. Maybe one of them still goes, but maybe not. Maybe everything's different. Maybe he, David, then in turn wins the next head of household during the, the, the triple eviction. Right. You know, everything changes. Right, so. right. And I get her thinking that, but also you have to understand that David knew he was going to stay at Target. Like, there was no way he wasn't going to stay at Target. So you might as well, you know, take the cash and run. Yeah, yeah. And it's good, it's good that he got it in the end because he was going to remain a target. There was just no way around it, especially with the uh, committee alliance, which is now done. But yes, Cody did win that head of household. And that's okay. I remember the, watching the last round and I'm like, damn, they're kind of breaking a sweat. This is low key hard. Yeah. And the key to winning this, in which he did, is just don't let go of your buttons, whatever it takes to undress. Because, yeah. Because there was a point when when Memphis did let go of all the buttons, he stepped forward, got his shirt like stuck over him, and then finally got it off, which exploded his time. I love how as you were describing that, you were like taking your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that he 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 saw like what happened and realized, oh, to win this, all I got to do is just take it easy, completely yeah. take it easy. And it was the path to victory, really. Yeah, and Cody is one of those people, um, I admire this a lot because I don't know if I necessarily have all of this when it comes to situations like this, like tense and stuff like that. But he knows like how to properly analyze certain situations to where like he can chill back or put in the amount of effort. And I really admire that. Yeah, and the interesting thing was, too, he really didn't need to win this one, and that's got one of the things that got Nicole feeling bad. But he was feeling, like, the heat that she was under being up twice during that triple eviction, and he really did win it for her, which got her feeling guilty. He didn't need to win this. He was protected. He would have been better off letting this one go and playing the next week instead. 
Uh, yeah. So. But I heard a really interesting conversation. Um, I think you did too. And I, I really was taken aback a little bit, honestly, by it. Because of how, you know, you have friends in the house and stuff like that. And you have allies. But what intrigued me the most about this conversation was how, like, how truly loyal, like, these two, like, seemed at that, like, during this time and stuff like that. Because, like, you, he really didn't have to do that for her. And the thing that, um, I keep thinking about is how Nicole said to Cody, hey, you looked as nervous as I did when I was put up. Yes, yes, and yes. So that's why he won for her, like we've been saying. Like, he did not have to win that for himself. He was fine. He has a great resume. He's doing great in the game. He is perfectly... He was perfectly fine at that time. I don't think people necessarily would have been putting him up. Oh, no, no way. And so, he really did win that for her. And I just... I don't know. I, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely admirable, and hopefully uh, jury can see that. Another thing, because I do want to fully talk about them, but one thing I will say after seeing the first check-in with them is they seem, as expected, and this is great, they seem level-headed, and they doesn't seem to be headed towards a sour, bitter, like, lame jury. So that's good to see. Like, uh, uh, Ian actually ended up being the perfect first juror because he can... Like, he was actually, every time somebody said something that could have gone down, like, a, a negative path, he'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, good, good gameplay. I yeah. see, good gameplay. And he's going to challenge everybody to actually think that way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ian is one of those sensible players to where he's not going to let, like, he can understand people's emotions, but he's not going to let that interfere with any game decision. Yeah, and that's good. He can, like, set the tone that way, so. Yeah. Because, like, in, in, obviously, you know, compared to, you know, a regular season, not an all-star season, it is very common to have, you know, wild juries, people that, you know, haven't played this game before that are, have emotion involved on getting yeah. screwed out of the game. And, oh, you took my chance at, you know, f- 500000 yeah. Yes. $500,000 and stuff like that. People have their reasons. But when you're an all-star, and especially when you've won the game, like, he literally won the game... Um, it's, you know, it's completely different and it's better to think on that game game perspective so you don't have a situation, sadly, like Paul got with, um, Josh. And don't get me wrong, Josh was a cool player. He seems like a very nice person outside of the house, um, as far as, you know, things go. But let's be real here. Paul should have won that. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And, um, both on the game he played and the amount of stuff he won. He he, yeah. uh, he beat him in both, but that's not the way that jury went. And the, I think the most surprising thing to me about that vote was that Starecrow, uh voted for Meatball. And he, like, really hated that guy, but for some reason, like, I don't get why he voted that way because i think that actually was the decider yeah i don't know i i feel like sometimes i have like blanks on my head on the season but like didn't weren't there stuff going on with him and paul it was but he also at the end of the day didn't seem like the kind of guy that would do that like he seemed more at the end of the day like he would be sensible like he was like 
he was like, you know, he did come off sometimes like mean and rude, but also he seemed like he could not be emotional and that seemed like an emotion more emotional vote. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to it. Anyways, yes, back to the episode. So, with Cody head of a household, um the events of Triple Eviction made his nominations easy this week. He really has them to thank for trying to pull off that blindside eviction because yes because it really made his nominations easy i think he would have had a lot harder time doing it and i don't even know if it would have been the same nominations it may have been it may have been but this gave him a reason and it is of course christmas and tyler yeah Uh, those are his nominations and that's how the that was all in the Sunday episode, yeah. Because they had to show both the head of the household and the nominations in one episode. So that was the Sunday episode. The Wednesday, or it's, I keep, I said Sunday, they moved it to Monday. So that was Monday's episode. Yeah. Then Wednesday's was the veto competition episode, which I, like I said, I thought it was the, the button holding thing, but it ended up being this, uh, in the backyard, you grab this set of pictures of all the evicted house guests, like they went to a tailgate party and then saw a baseball game all yeah. together. And you had to put, it was about 12, if I had to guess, uh, photos on boards, and you had to put them in order and yeah. then. Uh, Hit the buzzer to lock in your time. Yeah, it's all a time thing. It's a time cop. Yeah, and if you had them in the right order, then yay! And if you had them in the wrong order, boo! So that uh, was fun to like play along with because you could tell when it was going to not be right. You could see things in their order yeah. that was, was out of order. Yeah, and on the pictures, I thought it was very cool. Um, I like little details like this, and so I feel like that'd be a fun comp to play. Um, and just, like, putting the story together is fun. Um, it it was cool to see each player, like, like either, like, they understood what was going on or they were still really confused. Um, Henzo, in particular. Like, I don't know, like, I remember watching... He couldn't see it. He couldn't yeah. see the differences. He He only... He wasn't looking at, like, what the people were doing like he should have and was just like, yo... They're outside, then they're inside, and it looks like the game's over. I don't know what's different. Yeah, he was looking at the big picture, but in reality, this is all focusing on details. Things that they have in their hands, things that they're wearing, stuff like that. Um, I, I thought it was... I thought it was pretty cool. Um... I I like the fact that it was, like, sports-themed. I don't know. I was like, ooh, like, tailgating and... You know, that was yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, then the eventual winner is... Cody once again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he does it again. And yeah. that he gets to uh, secure and lock in his nominations. The interesting thing, like I said early, was just how shocking it was that Tyler timed out. It was a possible 25 minutes that you could have been out there and both Enzo and Tyler 
timed out yeah which was crazy yeah and you just i don't know like i feel like a tiny bit bad like he's known for being good at competitions and the one where he really needed to pull it out like it really stumped him i guess yeah yeah they decided to he was one of the ones they cut away i guess to preserve the drama of like oh yeah you figure he's good but then it's like they they stun you with the shocker that he timed out uh the most interesting thing and cody noticed this but nicole definitely hasn't been propping herself up with this the fact that she came in second with the time so honestly if it wasn't even for cody's time she would have won this competition she would have had her first competition and that's something to see and 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 pay attention to because one thing that cody mentioned when i think he was talking to Enzo about this was like oh yeah Memphis is talking to me about Nicole like oh yeah she can't do anything he's like she came in second in that thing like she beat you was he saying this to to Enzo exactly and yeah I think Memphis like kind of like put that comment too generally like she is a past winner and she has won things before in both of her seasons she sadly hasn't won anything yet but that doesn't mean she hasn't gotten super close there was the wall comp this past competition that we just talked about like she has the capability it's just i feel like her i think she got lost in the committee yeah i feel like her kind of easy to go negative attitude is what's also holding her back yeah one thing she said we caught on a live feed clip was that she said for the her winning season one thing she won so that puts her in a different mindset right there two she hadn't been targeted till late so she's only flustered now she was told week one in her winning season the messiah like, told her she was a target week one, and then she won that first head of household. Yeah, it drove her. Yeah. So she, like, had that momentum this time. She's played from under the safety of the committee. And then during Triple Eviction, when the committee basically ended, she got so super flustered, and then she starts to doubt herself the whole year because she was playing undercover, and now all of a sudden when it's time to go, she she's worried that she can't do anything when it's just all about the mindset yeah yeah it's all about the mindset it's all about the belief that you know you can do it um her the way she's kind of playing the season i just had the thought it kind of feels like a new player yeah in a weird way mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah she's definitely lost and like i said probably not for the best but maybe this was in a weird way had she won early, maybe she would have been a target. So in a weird way, maybe she wouldn't have got this far. Yeah. This is the path. But like I've said a lot of times on this pod, there's no way for her to win this because they're not going to award a two-time winner unless you really earn it. They're not going to give it to somebody that skated through. Yeah. You know, they just yeah. can't. Everyone she needed to win, 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 win. Everyone in the jury said that. Yeah. So it's just, it's just not, she cannot win the season. If anything, if Cody did take her, it would be like honorable of him, but it would also be like that idea of like him or Derek almost taking Victoria. Exactly. And it's kind of like, you know, if Cody, you know, does taking Nicole and, you know, keeping the final two, it really is like, 
him flipping the role. Yeah. Because, you know, Derek took him and Cody said, like, oh, yeah, the first time I played, like, I didn't freaking care. Yeah. Like, I didn't do much, you know? And, like, Derek was, like, the mastermind and literally did everything. Yeah. And no wonder he won. Like, he's amazing. And that's kind of what Cody is for Nicole. Yeah. And what's Which is crazy. <laughs> and what's crazier is that Victoria did get that veto win. Yes, it was because the uh, Beast Mode Cowboy decided to take the money and not the head of household, which left it for Victoria. So it's not like she really earned it, but, I mean, she did get that, and not even Nicole has one of those this year. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that competition was interesting, but yes, Cody wins, so nominations stay the same, which leads us to tonight's episode. Everything we got from the live feeds showed us that it would be crazy if this wasn't Tyler. There's a a little bit of an idea there of, like, go ahead and get Christmas out now and, like, take that away from Memphis. But then they were... they, They couldn't buy into the idea of, even though this is what he's selling and it makes sense that Tyler says, then it's four against one, and then we'll go... And the final four, like we'll get Memphis out and then it'll be us final four. That could have worked, but everybody feared that instead Memphis pulls in Tyler and then that's, it's a whole mess. So, and you know, he's too strong. He's too strong. You just, okay. For people who don't know, it's, he's referencing Josh. Um, dang it. And you saying that made me forget my thought. It was important. Uh, Um, okay. So... Shoot, what were you talking yeah, I'm frustrated now. You made me forget it. What were we talking about? We were talking about the scenarios of Tyler doesn't hold true to the four oh. to get out Memphis yeah. and instead goes to Memphis, and those two crush yeah, their yeah, way yeah. to the end. Yeah, 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 okay. So I remember now. So back in the live feeds, um, before, you know, the, the um, coming eviction and everything, uh, Memphis is, like, trying to be, like, slick and being, like, oh, like, I'm not that close with Christmas or whatever, mm-hmm. and trying to be, like, smooth and stuff, and everyone, like, both Enzo, Cody, and Nicole are, like, not, nah, like, we see right through you, like, you guys have been, like, an old married couple for weeks now, like, you can't do it, and so that was kind of, like, making them lean towards get rid of her, but, yeah, between the two of them, they did see, uh, it felt kind of a bit of, a little bit of a back and forth, but, um, ultimately, yeah, it, it was seemingly, seemingly more like Tyler going. Yeah, it just didn't make sense for him to stay, but it's so crazy that when you see a player, and there's been a few this year, that have never seen julie in the eviction interview situation because they're were either a pass winner like ian or their final two like tyler didn't win but made it to the you know the final two chairs yeah exactly and i know i said this last time too everyone at this point has been to i was gonna say the final two but christmas didn't get there to the final three. Final three. Yep. Yeah. Christmas was final three. Memphis was final two. Cody was final two. And Nicole won. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. 
Impressive. Um, I think it's worth mentioning, too, at this point, that we're seeing really good gameplay from Enzo because he is oh, being sorry. nice and, and to everyone. Final three. He was final three, yes. Um, but yeah, this time around, really good gameplay. Yeah. He's keeping his eye on the fact of his big mistake last time was taking two guys he couldn't beat in competitions and wouldn't take him. Like, he yeah. thought, okay, maybe... Like Lane would have, but Hayden definitely would have, and that's the way it turned out. So yeah, and even though you know they were in their brigade or whatever, I guess they were like they had other deals, and he like he just didn't have it in the cards for him at that time. And I feel like he really does. I I've been watching more. I've been focusing more on his live feed stuff and just like reflecting on his this season for him overall and I feel like he has a really good chance honestly um going back to the whole like oh like the little curse thing of BB um I'd love to see Cody win because I think he really deserves it um I'm behind Nicole in that whole idea of how great he's done um both socially and physically he has the resume um but if the curse is true um it's a possibility he may not win and um in that case, um, Enzo is my guy to win it. That's yeah. that's my hope. Uh, just trying to think of scenarios right now. As we left the episode, we still got more to talk about about this episode, but as we left the episode, the head of household competition was underway. It was one that uh, Cody did on his first season alongside Frankie and Beast Mode and Victoria. It was the uh, big shovel thing where you... It was like a seesaw, and you make your way down one end carefully and load uh, bouncy balls and then make your way back without losing any. And you've got to load the thing up fully and not have any fall off. And the first person to do that, that they win the head of household. So. Oh, gosh, yeah. I know, like, okay, so they always plan out the season beforehand and all the comps, and they bring back comps and stuff like that, which is great. But, oh, my gosh, like, I think... I think this season more than any other because we're actually fit like watching it week by week. I think I'm like finally realizing like how hard the comps are and how hard they look. Sure. It's like oh my god, like I know that I don't weigh a lot. Like me doing like two steps, the balls would like fly off, and I'm like, well, that's not that's not gonna work out well for me. Like yeah, it makes you wonder. But like we've been saying about Cody not winning, needing to win that head household, and then not being eligible to play in this one, his, like, danger scenario probably is a Christmas win here. He's probably okay with Memphis winning because Memphis puts up... Nicole. Nicole, but then who? He said he said he'd Christmas. do that. And then, like, oh, sell the idea of the pawn idea. Yeah. So he should be okay, but... Um, I think it's 50-50 with Cody. Yeah, we'll I see. He's a little he's a little exposed here. And as far as who I think is going to win it, I think Enzo's going to win it, but he also doesn't need to, and he's been playing so well, he won't win unless he needs to, unless he really does feel well, like he needs to protect Cody here. Yeah, and I think he does. I think they had enough conversations these past few days about, you know, like half-joking, half-real of Cody being like, oh, no, I'll see you, like... Like, you know, I'm going to join the jury house next week. Like, bye, guys, you know? Like, he genuinely thinks, like, he could go. 
So, um, and Enzo knows that, you know, he, both him and Nicole have a final, wait, does Enzo have a final two with Nicole or did I get, did I get that? No, he up? does. And that's yes. his most important that's to him. That's yeah. that so-called root. Yeah, see, and yeah, the root. Sorry, yeah, I forgot about that. I think that, you know, like Cody protecting Nicole, I feel like Enzo could go, like, try and gun for it. Like, I feel like that could be, like, a diary room session. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I know that I'm good this week, but I want to try and protect Cody because, like, you don't know what Memphis and Christmas are going to do, la-da-da-da-da. Yeah, the only reason Nicole's still around and she didn't go is because of... Enzo's loyalty to Cody and him knowing that if he evicts her, that hurts their relationship. That creates a mistrust in them. He might be able to repair it, but it just wasn't worth it. Like, why do that to yourself? You don't need to. Yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, he can also use that as a favor towards Nicole. And, like, he's like, yo, like, I saved you. Come on, like... Yeah, she really needs to win this one. I just don't know if she will. Uh, The way we saw the last few images of the competition, the way Memphis was even having to, like, stand up from the thing, I don't necessarily think it was injury, but it almost could have been, like, his age because I could almost relate to that, kind of. Like, because I need to... I need to... In my own job, I have to get low all the time to, you know, do certain things. But yeah, like getting up, like I got to be careful. You got to be, you don't want to strain anything. And I feel like that's what he might have been doing. Yikes, that's scary. So yeah. um, And we talked before about Christmas. She, while she is, you know, healthy this year, supposedly, you know, she'll never be 100% on that foot that she ended the first time playing around and she'd be fine on like a physical like endurance thing but anything physical like they were talking about the slip and slide actually might not be her competition because of the amount of strain that has to go back and forth on her foot yeah it's a lot and it's hard because like there's nothing really that you can do about that at this point right well uh to jump in tonight's episode since we've been a little all over the place but uh you know that's just the how the events you know go to jump back in the episode i did want to mention how cool it was to see the jury house i know on the pod even we questioned if it even existed, did they send them home? Are they separated? Is it even a house? Um, we started to figure out, like, just by seeing interviews, we saw that's the same lamp, right? That they're next to. And I'm like, okay, they've got to be in the same house. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really nice to see, honestly. Um, these are really cool people and you know like they've only been gone for like a short time but are like oh like i miss you and yeah exactly you know like catch up you know it's great um it was it was really obviously you know like he's not taking it too hard it was nice to see ian kind of um joke around because they need like footage for like oh like how are you doing in the jury house and um, the, one of his opening shots is like playing pool and he like, you know, does the one hit and he's like, okay, I'm done. Like, 
No, yeah, no one else he's here. Just, yeah, he's just shooting it. So um, what's interesting is it almost makes you wonder if they had Davon sit there and wait a minute because he's then seated so it's not right right away. But she comes in and she's like, can I play with you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and those are, those are definitely, I feel like it's a cool duo to, like, yeah. spend time with. They got a week. Yeah, they had so. a week together. Um, it's, it's, it's nice to see both, well, almost, well, yeah, everyone, like we've been saying, like, it doesn't feel like a sour jury at all, like, everyone seems pretty sensible about themselves. As much as things can hurt and stuff like that, I feel like when... You know, the time gets down to it, like... I feel like it'll be, like, a worthy win, but, um... Yeah. yeah. I, th- I almost want Nicole to go out here soon so she'll have, like, time, time to the speak jury. with her, because yeah. if... It's better that yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, I guess at the very least. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. She could make final three, and then that really isn't you. you get... You get a you get evicted right before the uh, the vote. Yeah. So there is no time there. So if she makes it to final three, it's gonna be she awkward. won't have that. Yeah, it'll be awkward. I honestly, the best thing for her, um, you know, considering you know there is no route for her to win, is to leave very very soon and you know have her time talking to everyone. Yeah, considering I know it may be something they're saving for finale night, but I actually the further we get away from it, I almost wonder if they won't bring up the Ian issue that that happened with with everybody uh, uh, going at him and then getting warned about it. The further we get away from it, and the fact she didn't talk to him about that at uh, eviction or anybody else so far that, you know, yeah. may... Yeah, no, you're right. I think... They might want to just think... keep it positive. Not that that's yeah. not important, but they might not want to, like, bring the show think down about... because that's kind of what... Just think of last think year. That's what I was immediately yeah. going to say. You, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, think about last year, how Mickey's win was literally shook. Like, I feel like in a way for him, like, oh yeah, it's great, like, I won the money. But I feel like, you know, it's literally recorded on television, on the episode, his, like, last, like, five minutes or whatever of his win is just, like, being comforted by his parents telling him that he's not racist. Yeah, I think what they need to do is something that I've noticed that show The Challenge does in that they have their finale and they have their winner and I think it's more of like it's it's not like uh, on stage thing but it's like on location wherever they may be and it's like woo yeah After, as soon as you so win the great. final competition yes winner and and but then they have uh after episode in a studio and it's like almost like a reunion where they talk yeah. things out i think that's almost what big brother needs like let's celebrate yeah good times. on on finale night crown a winter crown a winner and then you can have another episode like the next day or something like and yeah. where you address Hash all these issues out. you talk about the show the highs and the lows yeah exactly and when you have like important topics like people being made fun of and 
you know, stuff like that. It needs to be talked about and, you know, in a proper way. I feel like sometimes the way that topics are brought up um, right after the, well, right after the vote, I think is how they do it. Um, when they talk to like not even jury members, but people who got evicted before the jury, and like bad stuff that happened there or whatever, like it does get tense. And I'm like, oh, like why would you do this right now when we're supposed to be like celebrating? And I don't know. There's just like a weird element to it that I feel isn't necessarily always right. I feel like there's um, a time and a place for talking about important issues like this and they do need to be talked about but the winning crowning night of you know like yeah and the the way they place everything happening yeah yeah they place it between everybody voting everybody locking in their vote and then they address the issues and then yeah. they're like all right now we're going to reveal the winner and it's it puts it in mm-hmm. such a weird mindset yeah because then you like kind of down the season exactly and then you're like okay now for a winner and mm-hmm. it's like and it's like oh you're, you're gonna tell me that i did, did this bad thing and i have to answer for yeah. it yeah so they don't want it to affect your vote but before the winner's revealed then they get it out there i don't know it's just the timing is weird. It feels a little sleazy. And it's like, you did three months of the show, three episodes a week. Like, you can get one more cool-out episode. They, yeah. They talk about plenty in the house. Like, we've got to hear now this time about how... Enzo keeps talking about he'd love to get everybody together before they go their separate ways. Because he's like, okay, yeah, so what? It's like, That's we... If we're out of here on a Wednesday or Thursday, like that, like the the one night, I, I'd love to, you know, go they out should. before everybody goes their several ways because the flights the next day. He said that, yeah. So I know he's trying to like make that happen. Yeah, so I that's know. cool. And I feel like that'd be really good for them, especially you know, like being out of the house and being able to talk about everything. I feel like it's a good way to, you know, understand people's reasonings and just clear the air or don't you know like finalize your stance on that like hey i never want to freaking talk to you ever again okay cool get on my flight bye peace like just like clear all that and not like you know leave stuff bad right exactly so uh this more than most as much as there is there's been stuff because there actually hasn't been the two things are ian's the the ian uh issue with them kind of making fun of him and the uh, autistic ways and things like that that was one issue the other one was the christmas and bailey and davon fight but when you can when you contrast that with fights in big brothers past there's been plenty of bigger fights that didn't get addressed and didn't go anywhere and when you think about it Mm -hmm. like yeah it didn't feel right and like think about yes the moment you're in but she really didn't cross like she it wasn't right but she didn't like cross any lines as far as like it wasn't like a racist thing it just wasn't right but it still wasn't like she wasn't she didn't say anything like like racist or anything like that she did the inappropriate clapping but it might not even be worth bringing up you know oh i think i think they might they might i I could definitely see them doing that for sure especially especially the way julie goes yeah I could totally see it, honestly. But, um, 
Yeah, I think that, you know, there have been a lot of worse things to happen on previous seasons. I know that during my research and stuff like that, people have talked about multiple events that have happened that haven't been aired on the show that have been bad. So obviously, you know, things kind of go under the radar and it's not that great. Yeah, or it Um, makes the, we'll see it on the live feeds and then it won't get brought up, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. And there are things that have happened in, inside the house and, you know, talked about outside of the house that aren't great on a person level and on a decent human being, be a nice person type of thing. But, um, you know, uh, we're, we're trying to... We're trying, I mean, I, you know, you'd, you'd like to think that the crew, like, as long as the show's been going and as much things are changing in the world and with people, you know, you'd, li- you'd, you'd like to think that, you know, this seems like a pretty good cast overall, especially for All-Stars. Yeah. And you'd, you'd like to think overall that for the seasons to come that, you know, they're gonna score some cool, not awful drama starting, actual drama Social issues. Yeah. Problems. Yeah. Like I said, um, I, I just think that, you know, they'll find a way to uh, make sure the cast is more diversified going forward. But yes, you need, you definitely need a, uh, the next cast to be uh, unknowns, younger side. You need the the relationships and you need the the flips and the betrayals and the, I'm going to change my mind and I was with this person and now uh, this alliance is no more and you yeah. need the big blow-ups and uh, you really haven't had this year. The biggest blow-up was the Christmas Bailey Davon fight and like I said in the grand scheme of the show that's not that doesn't it's funny that like Enzo said, like, oh, that's, like, the biggest fight ever, and I've mentioned this before, but his season, the Rachel and, uh, what was her name? The one fight, and they were, like, literally in the boxing ring. Kristen, I think. Kristen, yeah, I was gonna say something with a K. Yeah, they were literally in the boxing ring, and I remember that one standing out so much of the time when we watched it, because, like... I was like, this is weird because like everybody like they're going at each other. They're yelling at each other and everybody else was like walking around pacing. And I remember telling you that they must have told them like, don't break those up. Like we need that for the show. We need the drama. That's when you that's when we both realized the fact that, you know, they do really talk to the crew about that and like, hey, unless someone starts throwing punches, don't do anything. Yeah. And they we, were so we and they were all this. on guard. Yeah. Yeah, we need this for our show. Yeah. So everybody was on guard, but it wasn't like they were like stopping them. Yeah, everyone was around him. Like they were yeah. clear, like Brendan was right next to Rachel. The guys yeah. were right next to Kristen. Like yeah. yeah, exactly. So anyways, uh, as far as putting a wrap on this one, um, it is Tyler that gets evicted. Uh, not a surprise there. He did try a little semi hail Mary about like, Oh, you know, like you need me in this house. And after he's evicted, he's like, Oh yeah, sorry guys. I had to try. And they had a nice laugh. It was actually cool. As far as like the evicted so far, there's been like a few surprises, a few really hurt, a few really didn't want to do anything. The, you know, 
David throws his arms up. Yeah. Which I, I, they show it so much. That's why I keep doing it because I feel like they have to keep recapping on all these episodes, the events of the Trouble Eviction. So yeah. we've seen. Multiple times. Yeah, David keeps throwing his arms up. But it was actually kind of cool to see uh, Tyler really joke with people on the way out. And that's yeah. actually a really rare thing it was as very, far as somebody leaving the house. It was very lighthearted. I loved it, honestly. I was like, yeah. oh, this is great. Like, yeah. I think at one point he said, like, um, cause Julie likes to do her suspense thing and she's like, buy a vote of da da da. Tyler, you have been evicted. And just for like that one second, like after Tyler, as he was walking out, Tyler joke with Cody, it's like, ah, you're breaking a sweat, huh? Like, <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. She hasn't done the reversal too many times this year except for did she do that if the only one i think i can remember is where she reversed it was uh caser because was didn't she say like like by a unanimous vote christmas you are safe yeah and she i've been waiting for that for her to do that again and i don't think it's happened since that yeah yeah which is a while ago that was eviction four Yes. Yes. So, yeah, that was week four, and we're all the way at whatever week we are now. Like I said, we were at six. Now we're at the final five. Cody, Memphis, Enzo, Christmas, Nicole. Interesting. Not a surprise based on where we saw the uh, committee alliance that we got to this point, but I think at the start of this game, I don't think I foresaw this as a final five. I think one of my biggest surprises is Memphis. I thought he would go by now. Honestly, I thought Enzo would go pretty early at the start of the season. Eh. And uh, I, th- um... I-, I didn't think he'd be able to maneuver his way. I even remember week one, our first week of doing this and talking about this, him going to Cody, I thought might have actually backfired. I thought that Cody, having maybe known and seen his brigade season, might like reject that idea. No, but he loved it. And he yeah. he kind of like used it as a mini template as well. Right. Um, I know for a fact, it's it's not just the fact that he won the first situation, because but that was great. Um, I remember thinking when I saw all of the house guests, all 16, I remember thinking in the back of my head, I was like, I could definitely see Cody winning. For sure, for sure. I, me too, me too. Uh, like, and not then. just like, I think just seeing him in the back of my head, I was like, you know him and Derek had to have talked and he gave him pointers. Oh, for sure, and for sure. he's just probably like... Going by the playbook, like, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. reformed, like... yeah. And I mean, I'm sure in a way, this uh, committee alliance, it it couldn't have worked better. I'm sure even when they planned it, if the idea was to get like some kind of big group together, like a la, you know, bomb squad and detonators from their season, you expect people to go at some point from that first point to the first one bomb squad, obviously Devin you know, is the yeah. big one. And then where, when Detonators reforms, Beast Mode goes so far with them, but he's never an actual Detonator. It's, it was really weird how far he went with them, thinking, like, Bomb Squad was still, like, a thing. Yeah. Even though it had reformed 
detonators, you know? Yeah. So, and even once, uh, like, Zack went, like, they still had, you know... So 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 there was so much of it still intact. So, anyways, my whole point is like this went even better. I'm sure than anybody could have imagined. Like one thing we've thrown out is uh, the Tyler's first season was how the other side of the house seemed to really shoot themselves in the foot, and as much as they did that, and as bad as things went for them. It didn't go perfect for Tyler's side. You still had the Brett and Winston on the block week where Winston goes. And then you had them decide to blindside Rachel out of their team. And that didn't happen at all to this this version of this alliance. And yeah, it may not be the most exciting alliance, but it uh, the committee ended up being probably the most successful alliance that the the game has seen as far as like a bigger alliance. Oh, one hundred percent, and they know that. You know, as much as it was brought up, um, both on the show and on the live feeds, it was a it was a total like success, like. No doubt about it. Um, all other alliances, well, not all, but most alliances, you know, they usually tend to fall apart in some way. One way or another. You yeah. lose, or you lose a piece mm-hmm. at the very, mu- you know, yep. minimum. <laughs> Great stuff. So, well, on that note, um, we don't have another episode till Monday. Uh, if we have a chance, we might come on and just talk about what we find out on live feeds. Because as of right now, we haven't checked in. We don't even know who won head of household i remember last time after the triple eviction the feeds weren't up and the next morning i had to work at uh five so i was up at like 4 30 in the morning yeah and i turned on the live feeds just for a second to see if i could see who was in the head of household even though they were asleep and i did see it was cody and i was like that's crazy because before the events of the triple eviction he was up there too for the previous week so he basically got two weeks in a row (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah so uh i think it's time to put a cap on this one before we get out here any final thoughts anything we missed Okay, this is just a little, like, like tidbit, but it's honestly great to see, um, and there's a lot of it on the Scenarios 3 on YouTube, um, Scenarios 3 page, how great, like, Enzo's impression of Christmas doing anything is. It's so yeah. funny, and I love it. Yeah, definitely worth looking up, because it didn't even make the episode, right? I don't think it did. Yeah, and I mean, now we're past that point, so it won't, as far as future episodes. They will have the one episode, though, where they do the look back, I think, and show scenes. But the interesting thing is this time, every other season we did a rewatch of, that was obviously all new for us. This time we'll have seen almost everything on the live feeds or live feed clips for the most part. There'll probably be very little that we don't know about as far as the look back episode where they show us unseen clips. Right, yeah. And that's kind of cool, honestly, because we've kept on our stuff. Yep, yep, exactly. All right, uh, hopefully we'll be back for a little check-in, see who head of household is, see who the nominees is, see about the veto, because all that stuff happens before the next episode airs on Monday. But if we're not, uh, we'll try to get back on Monday for that episode. Sounds good. See you guys then.
All right. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, society.